Good morning. Whether you are joining us online or here in the sanctuary, welcome to First UU Church of Austin. We are a spiritual community dedicated to a free and responsible search for truth, meaning, and beauty. I am the Reverend Michelle Legrave, and my pronouns are she, her, and I am so glad to be here with all of you this morning. I especially want to welcome all of you who are new to the church or who are visiting with us today. As we work to create beloved community, we welcome all who would join us in building a better world with more love, more justice, more peace. We welcome all who would join us in growing in mind, heart, and spirit. We welcome all who would join us in tearing down systems of oppression of all kinds. We welcome all who would join their purposes to ours in a loving spirit of right relationship. We come from a long tradition of seeing a spark of the divine in every person. It's in this tradition, this living tradition, that I invite you to greet the holy among us, either in the comments or by turning to each other in the pews. Good morning. I'm Angela Smith, pronouns she, her, and I'm honored to be your lay leader today. My mother always wore hats to church, so I thought today would be especially appropriate to wear one of hers today. Now, please join me in reading words by Florence Caplow for lighting the chalice as we remember and celebrate those no longer here but who live on in us. As we kindle the flame, we honor and remember those who have passed into the mystery. Their brightness lives on in our vision. Their courage lives on in our commitments. And their love continues to bless the world through us. Our call to worship today is from a piece by Andrea Hawkins Camper called United by Story and Bound by Love. Gather we now into this space, this time when the wheel turns and the veil shatters. Gather we now to remember, to grieve, to prophecy, to complete our harvest before the long dark comes. Gather we now to tell the old stories and sing the old songs, to be as we have always been, the voice of our people eternal. Gather we now to celebrate that which was, that which is, and that which will be. Gather we now as we have always done, united by story and bound by love. One of the things that binds First UU together as a religious community is that the congregation has a common purpose. For First UU, that common purpose is the mission. The congregation wrote it together and we emblazoned it upon the wall so that every Sunday, church participants may say it together 
and more readily carry it with us and in our hearts throughout the week. Let us say it together now. Together we nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice to build the beloved community. Good morning. I'm Kelly Stokes. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm going to read you a story. So I'd like to invite anyone, all the children, and anyone else who'd like to have the best view of the pictures. Today, have you been hearing that word ancestors a lot? Did we just sing about it in our hymn? Today we're talking about ancestors. So our ancestors are the people who came before us. And sometimes our ancestors, a lot of the times when people use the word ancestors, they mean our family from the past, like our parents, 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 going back into time, right? Those are our ancestors. But sometimes the people that we call ancestors are not people that were part of our family. They're not people we're related to, but they're people who inspire us, people who we have learned from and that we have taken ideas from. So sometimes you'll hear me talk about our UU ancestors. That's the Unitarians or the Universalists from the past who, who made the way for us, who are part of what we are now. So today we're going to read a story about Alma and her ancestors. This, these are her family ancestors. So this is called Alma and How She Got Her Name by Juana Martinez Neal. Alma Sofia Esperanza Jose Pura Candela had a long name. Too long, if you asked her. My name is so long, Daddy, it never fits, Alma said. Come here, he said. Let me tell you the story of your name. Then you decide if it fits. Sophia was your grandmother, he began. She loved books, poetry, jasmine flowers, and of course, me. She was the one who taught me how to read. I love books and flowers, and you too, Daddy. I am Sophia. Esperanza was your great-grandmother, he continued. She hoped to travel, but never left the city where she was born. Her only son grew up to cross the seven seas. Wherever her sailor son went, so did Esperanza's heart. <gasps> the world is so big. I want to go see it, Daddy. You and me together. I am Esperanza. Jose was my father, Alma's daddy said. He was an artist with a big family, like many people had back then. Early each morning, he walked to the mountains and the plazas to paint everyday life. Sometimes I went along. Your grandfather taught me to see and love our people. <gasps> I wake up early every day, and I draw a lot too. This morning, I drew a kitty cat for you, Daddy. I am Jose. Pura was your great-aunt. Great -aunt. She believed that the spirits of our ancestors are always with us watching over us. When you were born, she tied a red string around your wrist, a charm to keep you safe. Hello, Pura. It's me, Alma. Candela was your other grandmother. She always stood up for what was right. I am Candela. I love the story of my name. Now tell me about Alma, Daddy. Where does that come from? 
I picked the name Alma just for you. You are the first and the only Alma. You will make your own story. Alma, Sofia, Esperanza, Jose, Pura, Candela. That's my name, and it fits me just right. I am Alma, and I have a story to tell. Our reading today is for Mark Dukes, an iconographer and painter. He's working on an icon mural of 75 dancing saints for St. Gregory's Episcopal Church in San Francisco. Mark was born in Columbus, Ohio in 1958 and now lives in Oakland, California. My spiritual ancestor, Abba Moses the Black, lived 1,600 years ago. He used to be the leader of a gang of thieves. One day while he was hiding from the law, he met a group of monks who lived simple, prayerful lives in the deserts of Egypt. He decided to join them. In my picture, he's talking to his gang about his newfound experience of joy in doing good. The thieves on the lot left drop their knives and decide to change their lives. The thieves on the right haven't decided yet. Later, they'll drop their weapons, change their violent lives, and follow their leader, Abba Moses. I'm one of the gang. Can you find me? Instead of a knife, I have a paintbrush. It's the magic of my paintbrush that enables me to travel back in time. Above us are two more saints. Tekla Himanot is a legendary Ethiopian saint. Mahatma Gandhi is an Indian saint who lived in modern times. I put him with Tekla because I thought Gandhi would like a ride on a magic carpet of light. Wouldn't you? As we prepare to enter into this ritual of remembrance, for those of you who are online or watching us on public TV, take a moment, if you will, to gather some paper or uh, colored pencils or pens or what have you. What people in the sanctuary here have are stars cut out in various shapes, like this and a variety of colored pencils. And for those of you in the sanctuary, I saw how polite you were all being by taking only one star and only one pencil. I, <laughs> I've been trying to encourage people. You might want multiple stars and you might want multiple pencils. So if you do, there are more stars and more pencils right up here at the table near the um, blackboard, and there are also glue sticks that are on the chairs right over there. What we will be doing in just a few moments is uh, taking some time to either write names or write a message or write about a person who we consider to be an ancestor. Or you could draw a picture of the person who was your ancestor. You could do as many as you would like. We've got lots and lots of stars. And um, when you're done with those, you will take them up to the board, the night sky, and paste them on there. So now is the time of uh, 
another turning of the year as we enter the uh, half of the year that has more darkness, the long dark, as our reader earlier this morning said. All the best, all the better to see the night sky with, to see the beautiful stars in the sky with, to wonder about our place in the cosmos and in the universe. I think most of you have probably heard that from a scientific perspective, we are all quite literally made out of stardust. There are only so many atoms in the world, and we reuse those same atoms from life to life to life. At one point, all of the atoms in our bodies were parts of stars and other living and maybe not living things as well, and will be again in the future. So that is what we are thinking about and remembering as we're writing these stars and reminding, and remembering our ancestors. Keep in mind, there are lots of different kinds of ancestors, not just the ones that you were born with. They can be UU ancestors, they could be LGBTQ ancestors, they could be saints, whatever it is, whoever it is that you consider to be your ancestors, that is what you can put on your star. Let us begin together. Let us, let us take a moment. I know some of you are kind of far away, but if you can, um, look at how beautiful that is with all those stars, all those ancestors up in the sky, surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. And let us enter into a time where we center ourselves together, where we breathe together. And breathing together, we sense one another's loving presence and the loving presence of our ancestors. Breathing in and breathing out, we follow our breath to a deeper place inside a place of greater wisdom, a place where a spark of the divine resides within each of us, continuing to breathe together, we enter into a time of sacred quiet, all the while remembering that nowhere is the world fully silent. I invite you now to light a candle, if you are so moved. Candles representing sorrow, joy, hope, remembrance, resilience. 
whatever it is that you need to honor during this time. As we light candles, I invite you to keep in mind and heart members of this community who are ill or in sorrow, including Michael Kersey, whose father died recently, and those who are celebrating joys. We will begin by lighting a candle of remembrance up here on the pulpit for one of our own who died this past Sunday, Vic Cornell, who is now with the ancestors. Let us begin our candle lighting as we feel moved. One last candle for all those for whom there is no one to light a candle.
almost as old as time itself are the tales of this time of year. A time when the veil between this world and the next thins and spirits of the dead and otherworldly creatures cross over. This is a time of liminality, a time of in-betweenness, between summer and winter, between light and dark, between this world and another. This is the time of All Hallows' Eve, Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead, All Souls' Day, Samhain. I begin with an old Celtic tale from a county in Ireland from which rises an old mountain in the shape of a sleeping woman. And on top of which rests an ancient burial cairn near some rocks which naturally take the shape of a doorway. There once was a young man a hunter and a warrior in between his childhood and his inheritance, named Finn, which means fair, for his hair which had turned unnaturally white at a young age. One long ago, Samhain, an otherworldly creature emerged from the cairn and stole a pig that was roasting over the fire. Finn chased the creature and killed him with a spear just as the creature was slipping through a doorway back to the other world. Finn's thumb was caught in the door as it was shut. He pulled it out, and because his thumb hurt, he sucked on it. Because that thumb had been in the other world, Finn gained a great wisdom. It is said that this tale is meant to explain how people gained wisdom from the ancestors. Whether this tale comes from your own tradition or not, it is simply one of many the world over, which speaks of the wisdom of the ancestors. And we all do have ancestors, some who are known to us and some who are not, some who come from our family lines, some who come from our cultural lineages, and some who come from our own shared living tradition, our Unitarian and Universalist forebears. There is a great wisdom that come to all of us from our ancestors, and from the living elders we have known in our lives. In this season of liminality, many of us choose to honor our ancestors by creating altars and visiting graves, by placing foods and photos and flowers, and by telling stories. I encourage you to engage in a spiritual practice of honoring the dead in whatever ways feel appropriate to you and your family, and also for all of us to take some time to reflect on the wisdom we have gained from the ancestors and to share it with each other. While some of that wisdom is fairly easy to hear 
easy to take in, easy to apply to our lives. Some is not. Some of that wisdom is gained by wrestling with our heritages. What can we learn from our ancestors, from the ways in which they intentionally or unintentionally oppressed others, were oppressed by others? For me, in my direct family line, I have both pilgrims and pirates. And I'm not always sure which heritage is more difficult to wrestle with. A beloved mentee not so long ago celebrated trans power by holding a vigil and creating an altar to honor the transcestors. She has now become one of them at too young of an age. Her name was, is Audrey Gale Hall. We do not only learn from, gain from our ancestors, we also are the ancestors. While we are still living our lives and beginning at any age, it is the best time to think about our own legacies. What legacy do we wish to leave behind? What wisdom would we like to leave behind? How would we like to be remembered when someday we are up on that wall, the night sky? Be that. One of our shared spiritual ancestors, the Reverend William Ellery Channing, once said, May your life preach more loudly than your lips. How will, how does your life preach. Amen and blessed be. Would you join me now in the words to extinguish the chalice? We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we hold in our hearts until we are together again. For those who come before us, we offer our gratitude and thanks. May their memories be a blessing. May we feel surrounded by their love. As we go forth from this time and place, let us be inspired by their courage, their wisdom, and their dreams. Let us honor them by doing the work of living boldly, loving mightily, and creating heaven here on earth. Amen, and blessed be. This is a production of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, go to our website at austinuu.org.